And I really like nurtured relationship at least like two months before that. So when I launched my website, people knew a little bit who I was and what I was doing. I started my business not knowing anything about marketing on social media, but I knew I needed to figure it out pretty quick if I didn't want my business to fail. So I dove in headfirst to figure out all of the things to make my business successful. Follow me on my journey as I seek to learn from other powerhouse moms in business. This is Kelly Thompson, mindset and marketing coach for visionary female entrepreneurs looking to position their genius for profitability. Welcome to the Genius in You podcast. Welcome to another episode of Genius in You podcast, where we find ordinary moms doing extraordinary things in business and in life. And today I have Martine, I'm going to say this name right, Cousino Pouliot. Is that right? Exactly. Yep. She's a Dubstado specialist for brand and web designers, copywriters, and coaches. She lives in Montreal, Canada, and has a beautiful accent, kind of, when she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to hearing a little bit of the accent. Maybe you can kind of throw out some French words just for fun. <laughs> so, yes, I will. Welcome. Okay. Welcome, Martine. You can start by just saying, you know, hello, how are you, or something like that. I just think that's cool. Well, hi, everyone. And thank you very much, Kelly, for having me on your podcast. I'm very happy to be here and to share my experience as a mom and also a business entrepreneur. Fantastic. Now say that whole thing in French. <laughs> Pop quiz, Martine. <laughs> Je suis très contente um, d'être ici aujourd'hui. Merci beaucoup, Kelly, um, de, de ton invitation. Um, J'ai très hâte, dans le fond, de partager mon expérience en tant qu'une mère et aussi une femme entrepreneur qui a son entreprise. I love it. I've never heard my name actually pronounced in French, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> okay, Martine. Well, welcome, welcome. And I'd love for you, I know we talked a little bit at the top about you serving brand and web designers, copywriters, and coaches. So just, you know, if you'd like to just share a little bit about your journey and how you became a Dubsado specialist, because that's very specific. Yes. So let's backtrack to 2020 pandemic. I am a maternity leave for my third child. I was running a consultant business. I had two clients that I was working with them and they were looking for a CRM for their business. So I was helping them with strategies, SOPs, their client experience. So that's how I stumble upon Dubsado. Mm. And I started giving them information about Dubsado but I found it very interesting for my own business. So I decided to implement it in my business first, and then I implemented it for my clients. And then I just got hooked to Dubsado. Dubsado. Learning in and out. And that's how I shifted my whole business after those two clients and my personal setup, I found a whole community of Dubsado specialists that a lot of people were doing that, were running their own business because I loved everything that you can learn and you could be learning every day on that. That's where I decided, let's shift my business. I want to do this full time. Yeah. Wow. And so what were you doing before then? You said you had a business and you had a couple of clients. What were you doing? So it was really consulting. So helping them build their strategy, build their marketing strategy, helping them with client experience, finding leads and everything that was project related for those clients. Prior to that, I was in the corporate world. So I was an HR headhunter. 
So totally mm. different, did not have anything to do with what I was doing right there. I just decided to switch from HR to consulting because of my kids, just because managing two kids at the time and being pregnant and the pandemic and just going to work every day and stuff like that. I know it was not sustainable in the long run because my right. husband has a very, very big job. He works from six in the morning to six at night. So I'm the one that has to do all the traveling, managing the kids and everything. So I was always looking for something else, but didn't have the idea. And right. that's how I got the idea of Dubsado. Wow. That's pretty huge. So take me back to when you were working corporate and said, you know what, I'm going to try consulting before we even get to Dubsado. Like, how did you get to that point where you wanted to just kind of strike out on your own? Okay. So I worked five years as an HR headhunter and I met one of my future clients in an event. And she talked to me about her business, about consulting. She was in the medical field and how she needed help doing, building the strategy for her business, finding clients, finding on LinkedIn. And that's where it clicked on. That's what I was doing in my corporate job of right. headhunter using LinkedIn and everything. So I'm like, Hey, why don't I help you on this? And that's how the like part-time on the side job of consulting started with her of helping her with that strategy. And then I got another client that was also in the medical field. So I helped also, but it was always a little bit part-time. I had the nine to five on the other side and the real switch got to when the pandemic and the third maternity leave, I, I was like at the crossroads of do I continue having that part-time business and the nine to five, or do I go back to nine to five or I pull the trigger and I do 100% do both. My, right. my own business. Lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. So, so obviously you kind of had that entrepreneurial bug in you anyway, because you were working, you know, full-time yes. and then you were like, Oh, I can do that. Like, how did you even say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Did you kind of always have in your mind that you wanted a business? Like, how did you get to that point? I never had in my mind that I wanted to have a business. I think it's pretty much as I was going through the consulting with those clients and I was seeing them as solopreneurs in their business, running their business and how I was able to provide them with strategies Value, and yeah. how to build a business and everything that I had acquired from my corporate job of you're in the big business, you're seeing how big business do marketing, how they build strategies and how it's so easy to apply it in your own business and to somebody else's business at a very smaller size, because it's just a solopreneur that you're like, Hey, I have that knowledge and I knowledge. am able to build something from there. And you don't have to know everything you can learn as you go. It's really build on the skill sets that you have and then push that a little bit further. And I learned courses. I took coaches. I took mentors. I like, I took myself in my own hands to find all the resources that I was missing. Right. So you, you, I love what you just said, start where you, what, you know, start with what you already know and build from there. And that's what you did. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. So you had these two clients, you were working with them. You saw that your knowledge you already had was directly applicable to how you could help them. And you were applying that. All right. So you're doing that. You're, and it sounds like you were doing a lot of different things with those two clients. And so tell me about that kind of transition and how that was working for you. Yeah. So I was, as I was saying, building strategies, I even wrote courses for them. Like I did a lot of things, which some were in my comfort zone and some were not. And for me, the spark was really when both of them pretty much at the same time came to me telling me I need a CRM. Like I cannot do everything on my own. I need something to track my leads. I need to something that to schedule meetings. I want my proposals to look pretty. I want my contracts to be in one place. So I started looking at all the different options, like from HubSpot that is very, very expensive to, and then I found Upsado, HoneyBooks and other CRMs. And I personally fell in love with Jobsado, but I present I showed them all the options that they had and pros and cons on each one. And they also chose Jobsado. So I was like, okay, well, let's go forward. And I will learn as I go how to implement it for you. I started in my own business. Are you ready to learn together? And they said, yes. Yeah. So I did not have all the skill set to implement Dubsado when I started at the beginning, but I learned, I watched the courses, I asked questions, I found a community that could help me with other Dubsado specialists. I got a Dubsado coach for that. So something that was very mm. specific to my niche that helped me a lot. She, that coach started her business, her coaching business for other Dubsado pros. So that was a perfect fit for me. So if there's one tip that comes out from that is when you're starting a business, if it's very specific or not at all, try and find a coach that can help you in that area expertise to push it further. That's what really helped me on that side. Wow. That that's amazing. And, and my personality is so opposite of that. I'm more of the, I definitely get what you're saying, like to figure it out, but to, to, to want to specialize in systems, like a system. <laughs> why Dubsado? Like, tell me about like why you picked them. Cause you said you had some other options and what, yeah. what was it that attracted you for that? Okay. So for me, it was the automation, the workflows in my business, as I was building it and thinking about my kids in the background, I could not be sending out proposals at nine p.m. in the evening, working on weekends, following up on forms that I had sent, following up on invoices, trying to schedule meeting. I had to find something that would do most of the work for me. And I'm not that like IT. I wasn't that like IT nerd or anything. It was really, I figured it out. So it's not that complicated to figure out. And also it was, I wanted to create a brand. So I did all my branding and all my stuff, but I wanted my brand to be front and center. So I did not want the company's logo like HubSpot or HoneyBooks or the other platforms to be mm -hmm. on the bottom of an email, um, have their logo at the top as a Favicon. I did not want that. I wanted my brand to be everywhere and front and centered. So to be able to put my design everywhere and showcase my work was really, really important for me. So those were the two main factors that brought it to me. And when I brought pros and cons to my clients, so my, to my two consultants, 
they had that same need of automation. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. I want to focus on my client's project. I want to be in front of the clients and not doing proposals, following up on invoices. And I don't necessarily want to hire somebody else to do that for me. For them, it was not necessarily the branding or stuff like that. It was really more of automation. How can I take tasks off my to-do list? Right. I totally understand that. You know, as a mom with kids myself, and I I have Dubsado, and it really does make things a lot easier. Now, do you find when you're working with clients, do most of them kind of have a semblance of a system or is it just kind of random? I know when I first started, I didn't necessarily have any system at all in place. It was kind of like sticky notes and random post-it notes like all over the place. (laughs) That's my experience. Like, what have you seen? Like when you're working Um, with clients, like what makes them want to call you and go, help me, Martine, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Two things. Some are, I don't have a system and I need something. And I know I have to put something in place. Others are, I'm using Dubsado manually and I want to step up my game, I'm getting more and more inquiries and I can't do everything manually. I'm sending proposals manually, contracts and everything. And I'm scared to touch the workflow portion because I'm more of a creative just because I work with brand web designers and copywriters. It's more the creative side and not the system side. So that's something that scares them a little more. And also that they don't have the time to learn how to set it up. They have time to learn how to use it, but not to set it up. And for people that have all those sticky notes everywhere and things written down, it is a great improvement, even if they're using it manually, just just to have everything in one place. So the scheduler, the proposals, the forms, your packages, your payment processor, your invoices, everything is in one CRM. So it's just one step after putting everything on paper and just having that to-do list on the side of like your desk. Right. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Like I used to be a sticky note person until I got Dubsado. So I definitely get that. <laughs> so when you were starting on this journey, like how, what were you thinking? How were you feeling about, you know, taking the leap from, you know, full-time job to now, okay, we're just going to put it all in for this business. And how, and what about your husband? Like, how did he feel? Like you have, how many kids do you have? Three kids. And what are their ages? Two, four, and six. Are you a mom who's a coach, consultant, or course creator tired of posting content 24-7 without any increase in profit? Are you sick of struggling to figure out what to post and how to post and just plain keeping up with the constant algorithm changes? Well, there's a better way to get clients and increase your sales. Join the Align to Attract Masterclass and find out how to position your genius to make a profit and get off the content creation hamster wheel once and for all. Join the Align to Attract Masterclass, A-L-I-G-N-T-O-A-T-T-R-A-C-T dot com. Align to Attract Masterclass. You won't regret it, friends. See you there. So you have young kids too. Very, yes. So they are very time consuming, have lots of energy. So I, when I'm with them, I have to be 100 time focused. I can't be on my phone answering emails or trying to focus on clients. That does not work at all. My husband is very, very supportive of me starting my business. He looks at what I do and he's like, I do not know how your brain works like that. (laughs) He's like, I am amazed by what you can do. So he's very supportive on that fact. And that helped a lot also on 
starting the business and like on the revenue stream of when you start a business, it is hard to lose that nine to five income and just jump right in. One other thing that you have to know is I had to keep my youngest one at home until she was two. So she just recently started. Wow. So I was running the business as I had her at home full time. So that's a lot when you have systems in the back, (laughs) because my time was just focused on client projects. But I think taking the leap to do that is to try and not put that much pressure on yourself of, I have to hit all those income goals of, I have to make 2K, 5K each month. It's more of start before you do the switch, start building relationships on Instagram, trying to find that focus on what you would like to do and find those maybe like those opportunities ahead of time. That's a little bit what I did before I kickstart and like put my website out there of streamlined by Matson. I really like nurtured relationship at least like two months before that. So when I launched my website, people knew a little bit who I was and what I was doing. I started an Instagram account from nothing at all. I did Mm -hmm. not use my personal one. I switched everything. So it's really just not putting that pressure on yourself of trying to hit income goals or anything. It's really just going with the flow and nurturing relationships more than trying to sell at any cost. That's interesting. Now, can you talk a little bit about nurturing relationships? Because I think that's so important. And I was saying to someone else that before I too started from, I didn't have any Instagram or social media presence really to speak of. And it was never something I was into. So I just never had anything. So when I started my business, I had to start from scratch, just like you were saying. And I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, they will put the content out there and say, okay, this is me, this is what I do, but aren't really as aware of the fact that they have to nurture relationships because people, I always say that people buy not what you sell, they buy who you are, right? Because that's the thing that attracts people. So can you share a little bit about how you went about doing that in terms of nurturing relationships before you kind of went full on out there with your business? Yeah. So I have a background in marketing. So what I did is I looked at different types of clients. So creating my ideal client avatar, but a little bit more general than usually what other people say that you have to find their age and where they live, what they do and et cetera. I went a little bit broader for that. And I went with a strategy of finding every day, 10 people that I think that would fit that profile of my ideal client. And then I would add them on Instagram and start following them and interacting with their content. Once they would add me or follow me, I would send them a a message and a personal personalized message, not something very generic or anything. Mm -hmm. And then every day after that, I would go back to five old conversations to kickstart the conversation if it had stopped. And then I would start five new conversations and then every day add 10 new people. So Mm. if you do the count, like I and I was not working on weekends, that's 50 new people that are coming to your community, like possibly to your community every week. And then just creating that basis helped me also to well grow my community, but also just 
talk to people and have conversations and talk about their business. I was never selling anything. I was just learning about their business, learning about them, learning about what they were doing. And I never did a cold pitch, never sent a cold DM of this is what I'm offering. Cause at that time I was not offering anything. Right. I had a few posts on my Instagram of something is coming up. I'm specialized in Dubsado, but I did not have any services or packages out there. And I was able to build and nurture relationships on that. And some of the few people I started talking to are now booking services with me right now, because you have to nurture people. It does take time. It took some of them, it took over a year and a half to get them as clients, but I was following them on Instagram and I was, I was very interested in their business and what they were doing. It was not like a generic thing and like a robotic thing that I was doing. Where you were like, I just want your, your business. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I was really interested and like answered their polls because I found them interesting. And so it's really, I think the nurturing part is really, you have to be interested. You don't have to force yourself to do it. You really have to want to get to know people to build a genuine relationship. Absolutely. I I 100% agree with you. It's so true. And when I started, like I said, I didn't look at social media like that because I never thought that you can have organic relationships on social media. Cause I'm like, Oh, you don't know these people, you know, she's in Canada. How am I going to know? (laughs) (laughs) But the reality is you absolutely can, especially among women entrepreneurs, because everyone's kind of dealing with very similar things, you know, exactly. So it's encouraging to be able to kind of talk to someone else who like, you know, that person gets it when you say I'm busy. I'm not just saying I'm busy. No, no, no. I'm really busy. And I was talking to other moms that had one, two, three children. And I was like, how are you doing it all? And <laughs> not because I was trying to sell them a system or anything, just because I was was actually wondering how am I going to do that? I have, right? a new, like, I have a newborn and right. two other children and you're running a business. You have three or four kids. Please tell me, how are you doing? Right. Right. Share your secrets. Right. <laughs> exactly. Share your secrets. Yeah. Crazy. So what was your day? What were your days looking like? You know, just give me an example, like a walkthrough of your day when you had your young one at home and your business. Most of the days I would bring the kids either to to daycare or school, um, the two oldest ones. And then we would go for a walk, play in the morning. And then I would just work during her nap time. So Mm. so she slept between an hour and two hours. And if I was lucky more than that, but that was rarely the case. And then in the afternoon, we would do another play date together. I would pick up the kids. And then after they were in bed, if I had to finish other client works, that's where I would do it. So I was only taking a very limited number of clients because Mm. of, I didn't want to work every evening and I didn't want to work every weekend. So it's just, I was taking one client at a time and doing their Jepsado setup because I didn't want to overwhelm myself. I didn't want to overwork myself. I only had 10 hours a week to do that. Mm, Right. After that, my mother came twice a week to help me in the morning because I had decided that I wanted to take on more clients because the demand was coming in. So I did not pressure myself to sell, 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 to find other people as I was presenting testimonials, nurturing relationships and talking to people and the demand increased for my services. That's where I found another solution of paying, like you can pay somebody to come or 
my mother for me came and helped me. And that's how I started to grow the business. And then she started daycare after that. So then I had more hours a lot of time to work. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. So it really just kind of grew organically. So talking about like hiring people. So luckily for you, your mom was in town. So she was able to come and watch her kids. Now, you know, there are probably a lot of business owners that would be kind of wondering like, why do I need a CRM system per se, when some of those things I can outsource to like a VA or something like that. So can you speak to that a little bit? Yes. So What I would say on this portion is the CRM part, when you can automate sending proposals and following up on invoices, I found a system that is $400 a year that can do all of that. And I could hire a VA to help me on the creative work. So in my business would be help me design forms for a copywriter would be somebody that can help them do social media posts or do copywriting for their business. So for me, that VA is more helping you on what you can deliver to clients because you're paying her that amount of money. So it should be on what is bringing money into your business instead of sending invoices, scheduling meetings, which can be done by a system that if you're paying a VA for that, it's going to cost you more than $400 for sure. Yeah, that that makes sense. That was my logic at the beginning of why I wanted a system to help me manage my business before even finding Dubsado. When I started looking for that, that was the thinking behind it. Yeah, that makes sense too, because you can use your VA to do more revenue generating things as opposed to sending invoices, answering emails or whatever the case may be. So that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So if you had to offer some words of wisdom to a mom that's interested in starting a business, or maybe they're already in a business and they're just kind of, you know, kind of struggling through and they've got some, some challenges that they're faced with. What kind of What kind of information can you provide to them? That's a good one. I think it would be stop putting pressure on yourself. You have those skill sets inside of you. And maybe it's just finding out or figuring out exactly what those skill sets are and how you can turn them or use them inside a business. I did a lot of journaling, which helped me just clear my head and clear my thoughts of how I could grow my business for me, but you can use it as how to figure out what type of business you want to launch. So you're in the corporate world and you are doing X, Y, Z. Well, list out all your skill sets and what are the skill sets that you like? What do you like doing? Because you don't want to build a business on something that you hate or that yeah. is not that fun to do. You Even if you are it. good at it. Yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. want to build it on something that you will enjoy doing every day. So it's really on, I think, pinpointing that skill set and really not putting a pressure to grow, to make that X, Y, Z revenue that you sometimes, because you're looking on Instagram or you're going through Facebooks and you see all that and, Oh, I have to make that much money, or that's the money you were doing in your corporate job. And you absolutely want to hit it. It's going to take time and you need just to put that pressure down 
and focus on what you can control because you can't control the number of inquiries that are going to come in. What you can control is how you nurture relationships, how you showcase yourself on Instagram, being present on the different platforms that that you want. That is what you can control. So focus on that more than on the whole big picture of this is a big business. I'm overwhelmed. There's a lot of things to do that thing. I think that would be my, my, tip. yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. And it's a different energy when you're not feeling, you know, Oh my goodness, I have to make this income goal. I have to, it's a very different energy. So if, you know, I would just to add to that, if you are feeling, if anyone's feeling the stress and pressure to hit a certain income goal in as an entrepreneur, and you still have a nine to five job, I would say, keep that pressure off of yourself by keeping your job still while you're still building your business. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, absolutely agree. Because if you remove the nine to five, you will feel more pressure. So that is not, that's not what you want because that's not how you are going to grow your business because you're going to be so focused on numbers, on money, on revenue and not on growing what you like, creating right. that business that you love, the, the business that you want to wake up to every morning and be like, hey, I'm going to sit in front of my computer and do exactly what I love. Yes, absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, thank you so much. I so enjoyed this. Martin, no, how do you say it? Martin? Martin? Martin. How do you say it in French? With the oh, accent? Martin. Martin, Martin, Martin. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) So somebody wants to get in contact with you. How can they do that? So they can either follow me on Instagram at Streamline by Martin or on my website. So streamlinedbymartin.com. Those are the two best places to reach me and look at the different services that I have. But also just if you want to chat, you want to talk to me about your business, about being a mom, I understand you. So if you want to talk to me, I'm happy to help you. I love that. Thank you so much. All right, guys, until next time. This is Kelly Thompson. And if you're a mom who's a coach, consultant, or course creator, join the Align to Attract Masterclass and find out how to position your genius for profitability. Go to aligntoattract.com. Again, aligntoattract.com.